Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Safety office. the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Time Sports Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Welcome to Drive Time Sports on July the 3rd. Now, this is really an odd deal in that we had the weekend off. July 3rd is a work day, July 4th is an off day, July 5th is back to work again. So today, Randy Rainwater's off today, and so... I thought you North said North it was Dark- a work day. Well, it is for him, but not for, <laughs> for us, not for him. And then you just heard that voice because it is... I was not prepared, sorry. You weren't prepared, okay. Well, my, my we computer, know that's Ray Tucker. My Ray's com- going to play his introduction, My right? computer screen was not up. I, I do want to say this to our listeners here in Little Rock. Uh, coming into work on Cantrell and Reservoir in that area, headed west in right-hand lane. There's a van broken down, which may create havoc with the rush hour traffic. So I don't know how long it'll be there. We had a pretty good storm move through central Arkansas. Ooh, uh, really? Yeah. It got, didn't get, nice enough, didn't get enough rain uh, there. I don't think there was much wind damage. I saw a lot of pine needles and, and, and no limbs, but leaves all over. Uh, sometimes that indicates there was hail. I don't know if we had some or not, but there was a severe uh, thunderstorm morning and moved through here. And there's another one to the west of Little Rock. I don't know. If it looks like it's maybe go north of Little Rock. Uh, and there is a county up there that I could not identify. I didn't see a warning uh, that's under a storm watch. So anyway, all right, let me see where we are, Rick. That, that didn't help me at all. Well, what, you heard that voice. It's Ray Tucker brought to you by... Guatney Buick Jim C. and North Little <laughs> Rock next to Sam's Club. Give those folks a shot if you're in the market for a new ride. Uh, don't even hesitate. Head out there, see Lance Brown and the crew, and they will take care of you. I promise you that. Uh, there you go. Well, Ray Tucker's in Central Arkansas. I'm Rick Schaefer in Northwest Arkansas with you. One thing about July 4th, you get day baseball, and there's a lot of games tomorrow. It's kind of like uh, Saturday or afternoon where you get all these 315 games, a lot of them tomorrow. There are a couple of them this afternoon. I don't know why they're playing this afternoon because it's July 3rd, but the Astros and the Rangers are concluding their series in Arlington. I think the Astros have won two of the first three. So the Astros got six in the second. The Rangers got two in the third. The Astros got four in the fourth. They were leading 10-2. to two. The... Rangers tied the game in the seventh, took the lead in the eighth, eleven to ten. The Astros scored two in the ninth, and now the Rangers are batting. It is twelve to eleven. How about that? Hey, how do you like to have a ten to two lead, and now your your team's leading by one, and you had to score two in the ninth to get the lead back? The great thing about baseball. I don't think I would like that very much at all. No. All right, now here, here we go, Rick. I got to do this now. Ray Tucker on Drive Time Sports is brought to you by. Guatney Buick GMC. And they got a double plug today, okay? How about that? And Good I, for them. And I took your advice and stopped by Double Me's. I got some of my favorites here. <laughs> I've got the Cheetos Cheddar Jalapeno. Those those are my favorite. Cheddar Jalapeno. And and uh, Hostess Orange Cupcakes. That has been one of my favorites for years. Well, I can tell you. So I'm, much I'm, as, I'm all set. Much as I love tacos for life and uh, jalapenos, I just can't eat. That's just, uh, you might as well just light a match in my mouth if you put those things in there. You know, I know it's the 4th of July, so it's good to have hot stuff, huh? Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm past that stage of stopping at a fireworks stand. Uh, I'm not telling people not to stop at the fireworks stand. but that's, I'm just talking about the jalapenos. That's, not my, that's, not that's, that, that's hotter than fireworks, right? Well, I don't eat jalapenos, but I, I, I drink some stuff that has jalapenos in it. So. <laughs> that's the same thing. And, and it is so good. <laughs> yeah, it's a slow time of year, so uh, anything you want to talk about sports-wise, we obviously uh, are nearing the All-Star break. That is uh, next Tuesday is the actual game. The Major League Baseball draft is coming up before the uh, All-Star game. 
The home run derby is and people are starting to sign up. Pete Alonso is in there again. He's already won it twice. He's going to compete. Uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is going to compete. You know, so it's it's going to be a good home run derby, I think. Uh, Rushman, the catcher for the uh, that's Orioles. Your, that's I don't your know guy. If he's that. Yeah, I don't know if he's that big a home run hitter. He's, but, he's hit uh, twelve home runs. Why, why do they put him in the home run contest? I, I, I don't know. You know, but I, I got to tell you, when you're looking at numbers. Okay, so this morning, I was on with David and Roger this morning because they don't have a show tomorrow. I usually I'm on Tuesdays. And so they're asking about Shohei Otani. And Shohei Otani is an astonishing athlete. There is no doubt the guy has hit 31 home runs, 31 home runs, and he's also 7-3 and three as a pitcher, and his batting average is 306. So the All-Star game is regarded as the halfway point, although they're about the halfway point right now. So can he hit 60 home runs? I, I, I don't know, but he's on his on his way. But there are two players in baseball right now, as, as good as there, and there are a lot of great players. I like Luis Arias. You know, he's hitting 390 right now, or maybe it's 388 after yesterday for the Miami Marlins. I don't think he's going to hit 400, but 388, that's really good. But there are two players that have totally separated themselves from the rest of the pack, all 700 and however many, 750, whatever it is, Major League Baseball players. One of them is Otani. I don't know if you look at box scores very often, Ray. Have you been paying attention to Ronald Acuna Jr.? The guy's amazing. He's on fire. For the Braves, this guy, again, we're at almost halfway point. He's hitting 336. He has 21 home runs. He has 39 stolen bases. Now, there are, there are just a few guys that are in the 40-40 club, 40 home runs and 40 steals. I think Jose Canseco was the first guy to do that. There, there, I think there are just three guys that have done that. I, I think. I could be wrong. But not many. He's headed for 40-70. Nobody's ever had numbers like that. So when they're talking about Otani, oh, nobody's ever done this before. And there's truth to that because Babe Ruth, when he was a pitcher with the Red Sox, was one of the best pitchers in the American League, had a 2.25 career ERA, 95 wins when he left the Red Sox, went to the Yankees, became a full-time outfielder. But he didn't pitch much with the Yankees. They they only threw him out there every now and then uh, late in the season. So he was mostly a hitter. So what Otani is doing is very unique. But by the same token, Acuna Jr.'s numbers are close. He's closing in on things we've just never seen before. 40-70? And the Braves' entire starting infield, correct me if I'm wrong, made the uh, uh, starters for the All-Star game. Yeah. Yeah, the Braves are are the best team in baseball. I I think their record is just a hair, but I think they have one... Less win than Tampa Bay, but I think they got three fewer losses. Uh, they're they're really really good. So those few people that are out there, Brave fans, and I know Justin Moore is. You know, you you got to be loving it. It's just like the '90s. You know, when they were winning the division every year, they're they're winning the division all the time. Their pitching's not what it was in the '90s, but their offense is really really good. They're a fun team to watch, and again, I know Justin's enjoying that. Okay, so anybody want to call us on any subject? Here you go, five zero one. 661-1037. You might even call us and tell us your best July 4th sports memory. Now, I know that won't involve the Razorbacks because they don't do anything on July the 4th unless they shoot fireworks at somewhere. But um, if you've got a good July 4th memory, call us with that. Ray's got an assistant coach from Little Rock that's going to join us at 430 to talk about basketball camps. Trey Biddy will be with us at 5. And other than that, we have open lines, and we are ready to talk about anything that you would like. And to we talk just about. found out, we've always thought that Pat Bradley was a hot dog, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, so the, he, and the he, shooter is at the hot dog eating contest. He's actually what? going. He's going to the, he's actually going. Is he participating, or is he just going? Uh, I bet, <clears throat> I bet he's, well, I don't know. You, you never know about the shooter. Well, I can tell you, Pat Bradley, if he competes, will not eat half as many hot dogs as Joey Chestnut. So consider these numbers. Now, I don't know much about eating contests, so I don't know numbers that are big and not great, although I could tell you you what I could do wouldn't be anywhere close to this. But Joey Chestnut 
holds the major league eating records in 54 categories. What? 54. It's not just hot dogs with Joey. 54 categories. Okay. On the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest, which is televised by ESPN2, if you can believe that, tomorrow at 11 o'clock, July the 4th, he has won 15 of the set last 16. He's won the last seven straight, and he holds the world record with, get this, what do they do this, in 10 minutes, I think? 76 hot dogs. And you eat them in the buns, too. <clears throat> 76 hot dogs. He's done over 76 times. You know what the second best by anybody in the history of this contest is? You know way too much about hot dog eating contests. <laughs> 54. Nobody else has done more than 54. He's done 76 times. Can you believe that? Wasn't the Declaration of Independence signed in 1776? (laughs) That's right. And he did it on July the 4th. Hey, how about that? July 4th, 2021, he ate 76 hot dogs. How many hot dogs can you eat? Uh, Two at a max. Now, yeah, he, I can eat. I, he, I can eat two hot dogs. Is he eating right. buns too, or just meat? Yeah, buns too. Oh my and lord! They can put mustard on it, ketchup. You can put whatever you want to on it. Somehow he consumes. Okay, so the women's record. There's a girl named Miki Sudu, forty-eight and a half. Forty-eight and a half. That's twenty-seven and a half fewer than Joey Chestnut. And if you see Joey Chestnut, he does not look like the blob. Yeah. You know, I don't know how he does it. When does he have a conveyor belt in front of him, or they just come by and he just grabs I, one? I and, don't know. And starts I, they, they eating. Just got, oh, they just got them all in a big pile. I guess they've got it ready. You can watch it tomorrow at eleven. Find out. He must have a funnel that just goes from his throat and just it just they all just go straight down or something. Okay, we're gonna let Miss Linda talk. Hi, Miss Linda. Thanks for calling today. How are you, Linda? Hey guys, how are you? Doing great, and you? I'm doing great. Just off work. I wanted to wish you both a very safe and happy fourth. <laughs> and I, if I remember right, this morning on television, I saw where our new draft draftees into the NBA. Each one is playing one night this week, either on the NBA channel or on ESPN. Oh, really? And I believe it starts tonight with um, Ricky Council plays tonight, I believe, on on the NBA. Tomorrow night is Jordan Walsh on ESPN. The following night, it is... Um, Nick Smith, and then the last night, Nick Smith is on NBA, and I believe the last night it's Anthony Black on ESPN, and I believe all the games are due to start at 6 o'clock. You know, I was listening, reading something on ESPN today, and some writer had broken down every NBA team, who, who they've signed, who they drafted, or it's going to be a standout and whatever, and when I went through Charlotte, they never mentioned Nick Smith. Really? Really? I, I, yeah. They, they, wow. They mentioned the kid from Alabama, uh, but they didn't mention Nick Smith. Wow. Well, I just happened to see it on, on the news earlier this morning before I left home, and I thought I'd just let you guys know what, what's going on with our, our draftee. Well, thank you for that, because, again, it's a little bit slower time of year for Razorback Sports, so that's something that people can watch if they choose to. And I, I Absolutely. Can't, I miss your breakfast. Can't wait to see the guys in, in uniform, even though it's not a Razorback uniform. Linda, I miss your breakfast sandwiches and your cheeseburgers, I'm going to tell you. Well, you know the way out there. I'm always there. You come by, and I'll fix you whatever you want. Uh, Lance Brown just texted me from Guatney wow. Buick, Jim C. Nick Smith plays tonight. On ESPN at seven oh, o'clock tonight. tonight. Okay, so okay. Nick tonight. Okay, I'm, I'm okay. either Great. either I read it wrong or or they had their misinformation. But anyway, it's going to be good to see our our former hogs in a uniform. There you go. There you go. All right, Linda. Thank you, Linda. Always good to hear Thank from you. Thank you. Right. Be safe. All right. Okay. Thanks for calling. All right. Savage's turn. Hi, Savage. Thanks for calling. What's going on, fellas? Doing right? Absolutely. How about you? Hey, doing good. You know, just trying to beat this heat sitting by the pool. You know, Ray, look at ESPN and the 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 people they've just employees they've dumped. Yeah. You know, bunches. but you get you get rid of, you know, I guess Pollard, uh, Jalen Rose. There's a lot of people that I don't care for, but I like watching them because they're you know, they just got a, a different take than what my point of view may be. But I enjoy listening to them. You know, but you're gonna have you're gonna bring back Lee Corso 
which the guy's a stick figure. The guy's, you know, <laughs> yeah. you prop him up. You prop him up. I mean, he's just literally there as a face. Yeah. Which, you know, you get rid of some of these guys, whether I agree with them or not, you know, I'm not a big Pat McAfee fan, but you're clearing so much cap room to where you're covering this guy. Uh, there was a lot of, you know, Lindsey Cohn, I mean, there's a lot of reporters on there. Ray, what's your thoughts on it? You know, I know it's all based around, you know, money, or is it? I mean, you and, get rid of a lot of popular people on this, on well, this show. Well, uh, I watched a deal on uh, YouTube today. A gentleman, I, I don't remember his name, that used to work for ESPN, and he got cut back a while back. He has a podcast or a radio show of some kind, and he was talking about the financial issues with Disney and ESPN and how many subscribers that they have lost. Uh, and it's it's staggering how many they've lost and how many how many more they're not making a lot of money off of streaming. Um, and he, this guy even said that he he was wondering if maybe at some point Disney might dump ESPN. I don't know, but they they've got issues, and so they they're losing all all, all of this. And on the other hand, uh, you you got all the networks uh, that are asking for more money, the SEC, the NBA, uh, what, everything that they've got. And so they were having to pay out more money there, so they're having to cut money someplace, and that's how they're doing it. But I, I, I think they but, took care of these but people. The mon- the, yeah. but, the, but the money's still the same, though, right? If if, yeah. if you're going to pay Pat Maxey that 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 load of money, if you spread yeah. that out between the people that they got rid of, the money's really not the same. I you're just think that you're just McAfee, dumping a lot of people off, correct? I would think McAfee and Stephen A. Smith are going to be making so much more than anybody else on ESPN. It's going to be ridiculous. Now, other Stephen than Stephen A. is the highest paid. Maybe Kirk Herbstreet, you know, maybe those guys that that work games. But you're right. But the odd thing is, and you're right, it's it's all a Disney issue because ESPN, as I understand it, they are not as profitable as they used to be. But even with cord cutting, they're figuring out ways that you can stream just ESPN, so you can pay just for ESPN. There are, and basically you'll be paying what you paid on your cable bill. Uh, there are ways that they can make some money, but the other Disney properties, it's my understanding that the last six Disney movies that were made lost the grand total of $900 million. So, uh, and it used to be, uh, you threw out Snow White and Cinderella, and they were making all kinds of money, but they're, they're not quite, they're a little bit more politically correct these days, and they're losing money. And then ABC is actually hemorrhaging worse than ESPN is because when you cut the cable, you're probably not going to pick up the ABC, but if you're streaming, you still might pick up ESPN. All of those are Disney properties, and so that's that's where they're hurting. But I, but I agree with you, Savage. I mean, you're, you're, uh, you're still going to have to pay salaries to people go on the air. I, I don't know if that means they're going to holler, you know, hire people fresh out of college to do all these jobs or people that are all 26 or 28 years old, I, I really don't know what they're going to do. Right, because your problem is still there if it's money. Yeah. You're still paying out. You're still paying people. You know, you're just paying one person more instead of paying three the same salary. Right. You know, but you're cutting out a lot of popular people. Like I said, I don't agree with Paul. I don't like Paul. I can't stand Lee Corso because, you know, he's just a, he's, he's my, he is the mascot. That's it. You're you know, he brings nothing to the table. You're correct. But, you know. And Herb but, Street loves him. Uh, that's just. Yeah. That, that's, know, I got to believe that's a deal where those guys just said, look, you can't cut him. I'm guessing he's probably on a much reduced salary. Uh, he's just out there. And unfortunately, Dick Vitale, who was such a giant for so many years, is not what he used to be on the air either. But it's interesting no. they would keep those guys. And yet you got Susie Kobler, who was on their network for. 29 years, and you cut her when she's still highly yeah. competent. And she, Susie's well, my favorite, and I can't believe they cut her. Absolutely. Uh, Mac- All right, guys. I appreciate the time. I, All, right, All right, Savage. Thanks I, for I calling. Just, I, I just got this. Uh, Lance sent this to me. Uh, McAfee, 36, recently signed a massive five-year, about $85 million contract wow. with a television platform, the Pat McAfee Show, will now air on ESPN every weekday starting this fall. I uh, didn't get the rest of that. You're talking about <clears throat> about the layoff. Seventeen million. <clears throat> you know, here, here's the here's the tough part: being in television, being in ESPN, as long as these people have. Now, my understanding, uh, they're, they're going to, I guess, pay them for a year or whatever their contracts. They're gonna pay, are. Yeah, they're going to pay them until their contracts. Their contracts right. are up. But if you're nationally and you're on ESPN, where do you go from there? 
uh, you, some people may hook up with somebody, but you look at local television, these people aren't going to end up at local television stations. No. You, you know, the pay well, difference is quite a bit. There are guys that have done it. Colin Cowherd went to uh, Fox. Fox, I believe, and so did uh, uh, Skip Bayless went to Fox. Uh, they just had better offers. But we're, we're talking about an awful lot of people here, Rick. Yeah, I got I got to believe that the best of the best may end up at another network. But yeah, you're right. If there's 30 of them that have been fired, that might be four or five. And the other other people, where where do you go? I don't know. Yeah, you, ha- you have really to believe don't. there are other people that have been laid off too. Other, oh, other they're just in their on production the, teams. Oh yes. yes, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, they 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 were going to lay off at least 300 people. Now I was visiting with our friend Joe Klein the other day. And was telling me, I, I, I don't know if I, I don't, he didn't say this in confidence, I don't think. Uh, our friend Jimmy Dykes uh, got a call, and he, and they have signed him to a new contract. Well, good. We're, I was thinking about Jimmy. The uh, difference with Jimmy is he is uh, not a salaried employee. I'm guessing he's a contract guy, and so therefore they're paying him by the game. They might not have to pay him benefits. I, I don't know. I haven't talked to Jimmy about that. But that's one way they can do it is just say, okay, we're going to give you 50 basketball games this year. We're paying you this much per game. And I'm sure it's a very healthy salary. <coughs> and But as contract labor, and obviously they pay his expenses to get to the games and stuff like that. But I'm really glad to hear that. You know, that's it's interesting because Stephen A. Smith, who uh, I, I like, now not all the time, but I do like him for the most part. Um, and I, I do listen to him some, and he's very opinionated, I know. And but he's he's a little more relaxed with listening to other people's opinions than he used to be. Um, but then when Christopher Mad Dog Russo is on with him, I was reading a, a deal on Russo that he gets paid ten thousand dollars per appearance, and that's every week, probably for fifty weeks. That's that's a half a million dollars right there for a guy that's on three hours a week. Pretty amazing. Pretty amazing, and it's amazing that we've got another caller, and we'll take it when we get back. You can call us when we return on Drive Time Sports. Listen every Wednesday when R.J. Hawk joins his old buddies on Morning Mayhem. Presented by Natural State Wholesale Flooring. See everything that Natural State Wholesale has to offer at naturalstatewholesale.com. Hear that? That's the sound of the 2023 Chevy Silverado and its Turbomax engine. Delivering impressive power with no compromise durability. Whether you're helping friends move or just moving some friends, this is the sound of a family with plenty of rear seat room to enjoy the ride. And this is the sound of you heading to your local Chevy dealer today. Find your Silverado and find new roads. Chevrolet. Find new roads at your local Chevy dealer. Saracen's summertime sports car giveaways continue with a beautiful Mercedes-Benz Cabriolet in July. Play at the Saracen Casino this month to win a Mercedes convertible from Mercedes-Benz of Little Rock. Saracen Casino is the only place in Arkansas where you can qualify to win a Mercedes convertible just for playing your favorite games. Only 40 minutes from Little Rock, Saracen is Little Rock's closest place to play and win. Saracen Casino Resort, Vegas, Arkansas style. Gambling problem? Call 800-FOXY-2-4700. Your Arkansas Travelers have a new home. Hear every pitch, every crack of the bat on 106.7 Buzz 2. For the full calendar, go to Travs.com. It's the greatest game on dirt, and you can hear it at 106.7 Buzz 2. A motorcycle seems pretty simple. It has one engine, two wheels, and plenty of attitude. But you crash one of these babies, and things get complicated quick. That's when you need these guys. At Rainwater Holton Section, we keep it simple. When the insurance company tries to pay you less, we fight to get you more. No hassle, no confusing legal terms, and no fee unless we get money for you. Keep it simple. Call Rainwater, Holt, and Sexton. Motorcycle crash anywhere in the state. Dial 888-8888. Non-lawyer spokesperson. Responsible attorney Michael Rainwater and Bob Sexton. The Rogers family for Capital Business Machines. It's real important to keep going what uh, our dad has started. He had a good reputation, and we want to continue that reputation. Business is about relationships, and I think a lot of times it gets too corporate, too internet, too impersonal, and we want to continue that legacy that that our dad has, has started. Treat people right, and they'll take care of you, too. Contact us today for a free document assessment at catbiz.com. 
CureLink, Central Arkansas's area agency on aging, strives to alleviate the stresses family caregivers experience when caring for older loved ones by providing services such as home care and Meals on Wheels in Central Arkansas. Learn more about helping a parent or grandparent at carelink.org or by calling 372-5300 or toll free at 800-482-6359. This message brought to you by CareLink, the Arkansas Broadcasters Association, and this station. Hey folks, Wild Bill here with Magic Mark at Motorsports Authority in Hot Springs and Russellville. Folks, we're kicking off our third annual Sizzling Summer Sell-Off, and my goodness, do we have the inventory. That's right, Bill. We've got the best inventory we've ever had. Not going to last long. Terrains, rogues, forerunners, pilots, escapes. And don't forget, we say yes. Come see us. We've got plenty of financing options for you to get you in the vehicle of your dreams. And if you can't make it to one of our locations, you can always visit us online at msastore.com. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. You're in hog heaven. This is Drive Time Sports, a presentation of the Buzz Radio Network. Hi, Rick. We'll um, catch up with Saracen's Casino Resort here a little bit later on. Oh, okay. Very good. All right. Well, I know Ray's also got a guest coming up, but Snake's been holding for a while, so maybe if we can take Snake first and then All right, we'll I hope. hear from All right, Coach Laird, if I happen to lose you, uh, yeah, we'll just put him on hold hang there. in there. All right. Snake, go ahead. All right. Snake, you're on the air. Thank you. Ray, let's talk a little Trojan basketball. We've had Ooh, you're about three to. really bad years coming up, but it sounds like we've gone out and gotten some players. What's the update? Who's coming back? Is Jefferson coming back? Who's coming back? And tell us about the new players coming in. All right, well, here's Snake, what we're going to we're going to connect you because Ray's got a perfect interview to answer all your questions. So thanks for calling, Snake. All right, go ahead, Ray. Assistant Coach Preston Laird joins us. Assistant Coach Daryl Walker out at UA Little Rock. Uh, Preston played his college ball at Memphis with John Calipari. Uh, he's been across the country several places, UNLV, New Mexico State, I believe it is. And he's been here, what's this, your fourth or fifth year, Coach? Started my fifth year, right? That's what I thought. Anyway, basketball yep. camps are going on. Uh, Snake has some questions there. Let's, t- let's promote the camps first, and then we'll get to the players you've signed, if you want to talk about that. Yeah, sure, thanks. So we had a we had a great turnout in June. Um for our Dare Walker basketball camp. We've got another camp coming up at the end of July. The only difference is it's a two-day camp. It starts July 31st, that Monday, and then uh, ends August 1st, so just the Monday, Tuesday. Um, the first camp in June, we didn't have our, our new court ready, but the uh, camp at the end of the month, we will have the, the new court um, and the Jack Stevens open for the campers. So we'll have the Derek Fisher practice court and then the Joe Foley court uh, ready to go. So excited to have access to both courts for the second camp um not only not only that but we have uh our players on campus for the summer session um so all, we got a lot of new faces so looking forward to the uh, campers getting to get demonstrations and, and taught fundamental skills from our from our current trojans on the roster as well so a lot of exciting things coming up and looking forward to having another good camp so uh, what kind of this month what age groups you're looking at so we take anywhere from 8 to 18, so uh, 8 to 18 years old. Now, mo- most of the kids that want to come to the camp are, are probably somewhere between 10 and, and 13, um, but we do not uh, turn away the, the younger or the older kids. If, uh, if I attend, uh, well, I'm a little too old for that, but if I were to attend uh, one, of, one of the camps, what would, I, what would I take away from there? So, again, it's, it's we're big on the skill development. We focus a lot on, uh, station work for instruction from from the current Trojan players. You know, dribble, passing, shooting, defense, uh, footwork is a big one that we emphasize as well. But then we also want to play games. I mean, now the campers they love to play games. Everybody loves to play the games. But you know, we're big on development with our players here. We like to incorporate decisions and defense with what we do. And the best way to get decisions, decision making, and defense is to play games. So we put our, our campers in different kinds of games, whether it's one-on-one, three-on-three, um, you know, five-on-five. That's where they can really practice the skills that they've been working on in the station work. All right. The previous caller, uh, Preston, was if you just tuned in, we're visiting with Preston Laird, assistant coach, uh, men's basketball coach at UA Little Rock. 
Um, caller Snake wanted to know about the current players, the guys who stayed stayed, and, and some of the newcomers. Yeah, so we've got um, got three returners. Uh, we've got Jordan Jefferson, who'll be in his third year, uh, he'll be a junior. We've got Ante Belhan, who'll be a sophomore this year. He's a freshman last year for us. Uh, came off the, the bench and played spot minutes, but looking for him to make a good jump this year. Uh, we've got DeAnthony Gordon, who was, you know, by the end of the year was arguably our best player. Um, you know, ended the season at, at Lindenwood with 30-plus points uh, for us and was a second-team all-conference caliber player. So we're looking forward to him um, being a first-teamer this year and, and leading us. If you would, talk about some of the new signees. Yeah, so we've got a, we've got a very balanced, diverse class that's coming this year. We went out and we, you know, we wanted some younger kids, but wanted to get older. And that's just where college basketball is going uh, these days. So we signed some transfers. Some of the transfers include uh, Jameer Chaplin from South Florida. Um, he was a three-year player at South Florida, so he's he's older. He's about 22 years old. He's older, experienced. Um, you know, been through been through some battles in the American Conference. Uh, we also went out and got KK Robinson. Obviously, a lot of people are familiar with KK. He's he's a uh, not only a former Razorback, but he's local to Little Rock. Um, so he's, he's been experienced, uh, played at some high levels at Oak Hill uh, National Prep School out of Virginia, and then played at the Power 5 level for the past few years. So him coming home is just a, a great fit um, for our program, and, and it, it fills a need for us uh, and him. So we've got them, and then we've got Mikhail Mitchell coming in, also another former Razorback. His, his brother, Makai, is is a current Razorback, so you know keeping it keeping it in Arkansas. But he's a a big body, physical post player. Uh, before Arkansas, he was at Rhode Island, averaging a double double. Um, you know, in the A10. So another guy that's just experienced. And you're just going to hear us keep talking about being old and experienced. Um, and those transfers, along with our returners, are going to lead the charge there. We've also got a couple junior college guards. Um, that, that played three years at the JUCO level. So, you know, they're not your typical 20-year-olds. Both of them are 22-year-olds that have been playing, you know, college basketball for the last three years, um, putting up some, some really good numbers. Um, at Barton Community College, we've got Cougar Downing. He's got a tremendous jump shot, really good range uh, on his jumper, and a, and a, a really underrated scorer, scorer outside of his ability to shoot basketball. And then we've got Bradley Douglas, who... You know, it's, it's funny, Coach, and I talk about him a lot. He's, he's kind of got an old man's game, um, but he's he's very physical perimeter player, and you don't see that a, a lot. He he relies on his strength and physicality on the perimeter, uh, both on the offense and the defensive end. But uh, we're excited to to bring in those two JUCO players. So again, just trying to get old and experienced on our roster. You know, I've had You're people. Go ahead, Rick. I'm sorry. Let me ask Preston because, you know, we don't get a chance to ask a coach this very often. We talk to some basketball experts, and the Razorbacks are doing this, everybody's doing it. Is this a trend that you think is going to continue long term that you'd rather have a 20 year old who's played some than an 18 year old out of high school? Yeah, I, I think so. Um, I do. Uh, you, you, you see it with, you know, the, all, the, all the, I call them the COVID babies, but they yeah. got, they got a, they got extra years of eligibility. So, you know, the programs that picked up some of the COVID, whether they retained them or they brought in the transfers, you know, that extra year of experience, I mean, you saw it in the NCAA tournament. There was yes. so much parity yeah. within the tournament because you had so many low-major to mid-major programs that were just older. Um, and it's just, it's just a, a maturity and, again, experience uh, that just carries you you know, and, and that's where you can that's where you can see some of the upsets. So I personally do think it. I think what this has started is everything's you know annual now. Um, I mean, scholarships have been annual for years now, but what you're going to see happen is is you're going to see programs that you know they're they're unafraid of the turnover, right? So yeah. you know, like for us, we signed ten new guys this year, and there's probably some programs out there that that signed you know you get thirteen scholarships. There's probably some programs out there that signed twelve maybe even 13, and I think you're going to see rosters just turn over and turn over and turn over, and people are going to go out and recruit older players uh, and transfers from the portal annually now, which, you know, is, is tough for, for fan bases, and we spend a lot of time in the office up here talking about how can we engage our fan base so that they, 
you know, can, can expedite the process for learning about our players. Um, and that's something we're currently in the process of doing. But it's harder because the roster turns over so much and fans are like, well, that's a new face. And then they look mm-hmm. up and the entire team's new. So it's tough. But I do, to answer your question, I think, I think this is going to be a reoccurring thing now um, as long as this portal's around. If you win, they don't care if your roster turns over. They're just happy to see winning teams. <laughs> and, you know, the, but the other thought there is the 18-year-old coming out of high school, he's got to get a year or two of experience before he can get into the transfer portal. So what, what, are, what, are the best, uh, asp- what are the best things for those guys as they're coming out of high school and they're not five stars? What's best for them? Well, I mean, it's, again, it's finding the right fit. Like, we, you know, we have one on our team, and, and Creed Williamson, Corliss's son. Yeah, sure. Um, you know, we, we're, you know, watching some of our guys do some testing today, and he does not look like a freshman. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. so, some of that's on those high school kids, too, to to put more time and emphasis into their, their strength and conditioning programs like, mm-hmm. like Creed has done. Yeah. Um, it, it just helps them transition into college basketball, because, again, college basketball is older than it's ever been. But – Finding a, a good fit, like like Creed coming to Little Rock is a, is a really good fit for him. Um, at his position, we have some experienced guys, like I've already talked about, that are going to you know more than likely be in front of him to start, um, and we'll see what happens as, as he continues to, to develop. But those players, going up against those players, is going to be just tremendous for his development down the road. Um, you know, and that's we, we have not turned away high school kids. A lot of programs have. They will not recruit high school kids whatsoever. Mm. Um, now, you know, if you're recruiting high school players for your, your, your starting five, you're probably going to be in trouble uh, just based on what we've already talked about. But if you, if you feel good about your, your, your top nine guys, I, I personally believe that you get into 10, 11, 12, 13, that's when you can start going, hey, look, let's, let's bring in, you know, a player from, from high school that, we think may be able to contribute right away. If he doesn't, then we'll see where we're at. I mean, there's a there's another element here that I think you're going to start seeing more of, which is redshirting those freshmen oh, so that wow. they don't burn a year of their eligibility. I, I think that's a a great if you, a great luxury to have if you could bring in um, a high school kid and and you get a couple months to kind of see him in practice, see how he stacks up, see how he's doing, and then if you can tell early on, hey, look, he's going to be a great player down the road, but let's not burn his year. You know, these top nine are pretty much locked in. You know, let's let's give him a red shirt. Preston, we got a couple of minutes before we go to break here. <clears throat> I'd like to keep you in another, <clears throat> excuse me, another segment. Uh, if you would talk about Creed Williamson's game, describe it to us. Yeah, I think he, I think he fits Coach Walker uh, really well. Uh, he's a power basketball player. He's a post-basketball player. He's, a, he's an explosive power big um, that has a back to the basket game that plays at the rim. You know, we've never been afraid um, of throwing the ball into the post, and that's something that we're going to continue to do here, especially with Mikel coming in um, to play for us, and, and obviously Ba returning. So our, our front court is very back to the basket oriented in terms of you know post play, and I think Creed fits that really well. You know, and Coach and Coach Baker and I watched a lot of film on Creed, and we all saw that pretty quickly. Um, that he fits our system, and again, he's he's not. When you see him, I don't know if you've seen him, Ray. When you see him, you'd be like, hey, "Who is that? That's not a freshman." I mean, he is. <laughs> he's done a really great job um, committing to the weight room at an at an early age, um, and again, just fits fits who we are and how we want to play. His dad didn't look like a freshman when he came to campus either. And, yeah, um, yeah. You know, yeah. you know what you've done by by signing his son, you have. Force Corliss to go back into co- coaching again. Can you believe that? Yeah, you, you know, he got a job. We were happy for him. He got a job at the Timberwolves. We were happy for him. Well, Preston, if you can stay with us, uh, I've got several questions uh, in what you've been talking about. So hang on there. And um, yeah, no problem. Anybody, anybody wants to call in about Little Rock basketball or just as a basketball question? This is pretty fascinating conversation. And we'll rejoin Preston Laird and Ray Tucker after this on Drive Time Sports. Mark your calendars. Gary Hill with MSS Oil presents Countdown to Kickoff, Tuesday, August 2nd at the Hall. More details coming soon on 1037 The Buzz. 
Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer Repair with on-site and roadside service for all commercial vehicles, construction equipment, and material handling. When we say get stacked, we mean it. Service for all Class A trucks, trailers, RVs, light and medium-duty commercial vehicles, tires, brakes, AC, engine repair, transmissions, differentials, and drivelines with a team of certified technicians and five service trucks to help you get stacked. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer, two miles off I-530, exit 34 in Whitehall. Hennard Foothills Equipment in Searcy, one of Arkansas's leaders in hay equipment. They handle a full line of Kubota tractors and hay tools, as well as Vermeer hay products. 501-268-1987. Hennard Foothills Equipment in Searcy, your hometown dealer no matter where you live. Greatness doesn't happen overnight. It takes time, focus, and dedication. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that because we've put in the hard work and dedication for decades. And that commitment has paid off with award-winning customer service for your auto, home, and life insurance. See shelter agents Monica Reiners or Brian Cress in North Little Rock or Jamie Marsh in Little Rock. It's Justin Acre for CertiPro Painters, and I get so excited when I get a chance to call my friends at CertiPro and tell them I've got a new project for them. CertiPro can help take your idea for a project and make it even better. The good thing is you know you can get on the schedule and get that project started quickly. But it is starting to fill up fast, so you need to get on the schedule ASAP with my friends at CertiPro. Each CertiPro Painters business is independently owned and operated. These folks live in your community and want to help you get the best paint job possible. Schedule your free estimate at CertiPro.com. That's Certa with a C. Real people are getting real and lasting pain relief at QC Kinetics. Who would have thought that I would be in better shape now than after I got out of the Marines at 22? It's great to be active again. I've played 36 holes multiple days in a row without pain. Everything is great. Are you tired of living with chronic joint pain? QC Kinetics uses cutting-edge regenerative medicine to restore and repair damaged tissue, natural healing agents from your own body, so your body can heal itself the way it was designed. With no pain pills, no steroids, no drugs, and no downtime. It was super successful, and I recommend everyone seek out QC Kinetics as an alternative to surgery. Thanks to QC Kinetics, quality of life is just a lot better. Definitely changed my life. Call now to see if regenerative medicine could be the answer you've been looking for. The local medical professionals at QC Kinetics have proven protocols that can give you life. Lasting relief now, and the consultation is free. Call QC Kinetics, 402-205-4270. That's 402-205-4270. 402-205-4270. Oakland Racing Casino Resort presents the Great Arkansas Beer Festival, Rock City Margarita Festival, Saturday, July 22nd at the Statehouse Convention Center. Brought to you in part by Tito's Handmade Vodka and Mosquito Joe. Go to 1037thebuzz.com for more. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. Often imitated but never duplicated. This is Drive Time Sports with Randy Rainwater on the Buzz Radio Network. Randy's out today, and you know, the great thing about sports is it doesn't matter what season it is, baseball, football, basketball, eating is always in season, and eating at Tacos for Life is one of the most fun things, most enjoyable things, and one of the most blessing things that you can ever do, because for every meal that you buy at Tacos for Life, every one of them, Tacos for Life furnishes a meal for some food insufficient person all over the world. Families benefit, communities benefit. It's just amazing. You know, they're headed for 31 million people, 31 million meals that they have provided through the years because you chose to eat at Tacos for Life. Now, why would you choose to eat there? Maybe because you don't even know you're helping somebody. It's because it's so darn good. That's why they've got all these great tacos on the menu, including the Hawaiian shrimp taco. You can get it grilled. You can get it fried. You get it however you want to. You're going to love whatever you order. Tacos for life. Try it today. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports. Ray Tucker is in central Arkansas. I'm Rick Schaefer in northwest Arkansas. And Ray was good enough, to, uh, knowing we didn't have Randy today, and really Trey Biddy is our only other guest, to get Preston Laird on. And uh, Preston, you've hit some pretty interesting topics. I, I have to ask you, after you were, we were talking about the 18-year-old, you, you brought up with something I had never thought of before. 
And that is, if you say get a two or three star player, you're probably not going to do it with a five star. If he's willing to redshirt and gives you a decent second year, his third year he is a twenty year old. If you can keep him around, is that go into your thought process? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's kind of worked its way back to where it was um, a long time ago. You know, when you came in as a freshman, you weren't allowed to play on that freshman team. You weren't allowed to play yeah. on the varsity team. You're not and that you old. You are not yeah. that old. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you saw some of that, right? So, you know, I feel like it's um, these high school players, they, they, it was really hard for them, especially that 2022 class, to, you know, think about when they were freshmen or sophomores in high school. And the best player on their team, you know, went to, went to uh, you know, a Power 5 program. Yeah, and the future for that freshman or sophomore, everybody was telling them, you know, they're they're, they're going to be better, it's brighter, and then you know, COVID happened, and everybody got an extra year, so it they're looking up, comparing their journey to what they think it should have been, and then COVID just reset everything, and now they're going, wow, I'm not having near the interest, near the offers that you know I I anticipated having, um, so it made it really hard for for those 2022 and 2023 you know, high school seniors and their college recruitment. So it kind of reset everything. So, you know, when you're, when you're in conversations with, with, uh, you know, players, PSAs and, and parents um, about playing at a, a division one institution, you see a lot of gratitude and uh, humility nowadays when you're talking mm. to parents and their, their high school seniors because of, of how everything has been reset. So, you know, just being transparent up front and saying, look, Hey, here's, here's, where we think the plan is now you know for us personally i'm not i'm not speaking on on creed or jalen crocker or nicola right. Nosovich. sure those you know i feel good about what we've done in terms of recruiting high school players that can kind of conquer that transition quicker than 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 most but for other programs you know i think the transparency is, is a good approach like hey look we love your your son's or daughter's potential you know we think they're going to be a great player for us um we'd like to we'd like to bring them in redshirt them get them a year within the program uh and and i think you're going to see that a lot more and i think i think players and parents of players and high school coaches are going to welcome that opportunity that brings up the whole idea of player development instead of player being ready as a coach do you you love doing that yeah absolutely i mean the, the, the development piece that's that's part of the journey right like that's part of the reward Especially when you can you can see the results, um, you know, of the, of the players that you're working with. But yeah, it's it's, it's tougher these days because everything's happening so fast now, right? Like we we're all trying to recruit players that can help us win right away. Yeah. So there is still development going on. There's just you know a, a less emphasis on on you know the the time dragging out. It's, it's right now. So you know you, we we approach this thing as like okay, we we've, we've got them in the summer. Um, and we really hammer on our development. Now, this year, we're actually going to be able to go into a foreign tour, so we're going to get some additional practice time, which is going to be huge for you know, our, our group. We've talked a lot about experience, right? Well, this group doesn't have experience together yet, so being able to go on a foreign tour is going to help us uh, get experience together um, moving forward. So we're excited about that, but um, yeah. And Ray knows the answer to this, but I don't. Where are you going? I, I don't know. Italy. Yeah, Italy. Nobody's told me. Yeah, great. Are you, uh, you taking? Are you taking your radio guy with you? I think he'd probably love to go. <laughs> no, that's about, that's about my pay grade. So Ray knows who to call to make that happen. <laughs> uh, let's talk about you made the jump from the Sun Belt to Ohio Valley Conference. Uh, talk about that yep. that, that move. Yeah, so it's it, you know it's been a good it's been a good move for us regionally because it it uh you know I'm not sure how familiar you guys are with the OVC, but you've got you know you got Kentucky, Tennessee, Arkansas um, schools, and I might be I might be missing one, but it, it, it essentially turns it into a yeah Indiana it turns it into a a bus league. It's all regionally located, not very many flights, um, which is you know great for a few reasons. It's, it's cost effective. Um, for the school and, and the budget in school, so that's good. Um, it's also less less travel time, which you know can get uh, tough in season for our student athletes when you're talking about classes. I mean, when you're when you're spending a lot of time on planes and planes and traveling distances that are 
that are uh, schools that are tough to get to. It, it can take away from from studies. So you know those those two things right there alone make it a great move for us. Um, the the competition in the OVC has been a lot better than we anticipated, um, and the pace of play. The OVC is actually one of the fastest playing leagues in the country, mm-hmm. and that's been an adjustment for us as well. Um, but that first year we got it under our belt. We're feeling good going uh, the off season with the personnel that we brought in um, and having a good feel for the league. But it's an exciting league. It's a fun league. Um, and we're looking forward to year two. Mick, I can tell you, <clears throat> we had a lot of long bus rides in that league, uh, and we did it in the Sun Belt also. Uh, we we had a trip from heck. Uh, w- w- once this year, we took us, what, was 16 or 18 hours, Preston? Which one was it, Ray? Uh, when we went to Moorhead State. Oh, yeah, that, 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 that's, a, that's a long ride, no doubt. <laughs> I, 16 or 18, it all, it all gets blurry up there. Uh, it's, a, it's a long story, Rick. It, it's not norm for that trip. It's not. You know, it, it's interesting because I used to ride buses with the Razorback baseball team back when they were uh, riding buses and before they rode planes, and I love to read books. So, Ray, that's your opportunity to, to catch up on your reading when you make those trips. Right? Hey, I, now, coaches can't. you got to be watching tape, right? You know, they do. And I'll tell you what, Daryl's a big reader. He loves Is to he? read. And uh, I bought a new laptop computer just so I could watch movies. And it makes really? the trips go by real fast, I can tell you that. How about that? And if you're really? winning, they go by real fast. <laughs> right. and, and hopefully they go by real fast this year. There's so nothing like a happy bus. That's that's exactly right. There's nothing. There's nothing worse than a than a disgruntled bus either. So no, you, you want to? Right. You're right, right about that. Happy. Okay, so I'm going to give you both a tip then. Preston, are you a baseball fan at all? I, I don't pay attention to baseball. No. Then then close your ears, Ray. Next time you're on the trip, by then you'll be able to stream this movie about Yogi Berra. And you know, Preston, even if you're not a big baseball guy, it's a real family movie, and uh, <laughs> it's called It Ain't Over. It's got humor, it's got family, and it it does have baseball. So uh, that that'd be a good one for you to stream on your next trip, right? You know what, Rick? Uh, last Wednesday, the Riverdale, right three minutes here from the station or closer. Mm-hmm. Uh, was showing that movie at, at three o'clock. How'd you go? I, I, I had plans and I couldn't go, and and I couldn't find it again on their rundown. Wow! Uh, and so I, surely they didn't just show it one time. Uh, I'll keep shopping. I, I do want to see that. Yeah, you'll like it. You'll like it. Well, Preston, thank you very much for joining us today. Uh, this was a real pleasant surprise. And uh, you want to give yeah, a little bit more, give us a little bit more information on your camp again. Somebody who wants to sign up, how do they do that? Yeah, absolutely. So just. Just visit our, our athletics website, lrtrojans.com, and you can follow the additional links and or, or type camps in the search bar, and you'll get to the uh, registration page. But the camp is a two-day camp, July 31st and August 1st. That's a Monday and Tuesday. It starts at 12 p.m. and ends at 4.30, and we take anybody from 8 to 18 years old. What better way to close your summer and get ready for school, right? Two days with the Trojan staff. That'd be great. Preston, thank you very much for the time today. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Coach B. Ray Tucker and I will be back after this break, and we'll have Trey Biddy with us at 505. This is the Pigskin Preacher bringing you the word. As we get older, hopefully we get a little wiser. In his book, Dave Barry Turns 50, the author shares some things he's learned over the years. Like, no matter what happens, somebody will find a way to take it too seriously. And, when trouble arises and things look bad, there's always one individual.